You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. My name is Lucas Smith, St. Louis Cardinals mega fan and your host for the show. Today is Thursday, March the 25th of 2021, one day closer to yet another Friday, and that's always a good thing. Um, so happy Thursday, everybody. We've got some big news to talk about. Harrison Bader has uh, gone on the injured list. I've got some takes on it. we got to talk about who might his replacement be. And, of course, we got to talk about Carlos Martinez and his impressive stuff yesterday. Today's sponsor is Rock Auto with amazing selection and reliably low prices. They have all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them that Locked On sent you. Um, it is March 25th, and I want to give a birthday shout-out to my mom. Happy birthday, Mom. Hope you have a wonderful day. And we're, we're going to go and get into some baseball topics here. Harrison Bader uh, opening the season on the Cardinals injured list. Um, he, he's you know had some barking, nagging injuries. Or, you know, I guess that forearm has been a barking, nagging injury. Um for the entire season. John Mozeliak saying that the ligament is completely intact. No concerns at all there, but he did receive a PRP injection in his right forearm yesterday. Uh, we shut down for two weeks and then reevaluated. Um, about four weeks is the expected timeline of Bader's injury. Before I get to his replacements and who might replace him, I want to address this. I've seen a lot of hate of Harrison Bader over the years, but especially in the last day of saying, good thing he's hurt, good thing this, and it's it's not everybody. I know I understand that. There are plenty of people that, um, you know, that, that don't wish ill of Harrison Bader, and maybe those who don't wish ill are just happy he's hurt, and it's, it's logistical, and that's whatever. But the over-hatred of Harrison Bader has to stop. The satisfaction in his injury has to stop. I'm sorry, but you can dislike Bader's ability as much as you want. You can debate his talents on the field. You can debate his strikeouts. Debate, debate all you want. But I'm sorry, we, we've got to stop being happy that Harrison Bader is hurt. It is ludicrous to me that so many of Cardinal Nation are happy that he's hurt. Maybe you're happy that Justin Williams has an opportunity. Maybe you're happy that Austin Dean has an opportunity. Maybe you're happy Lane Thomas or John Nagowski has an opportunity. But don't be happy that somebody is hurt. This is a, still a human being, still somebody that wants to play the game of baseball for a living. There's no point in being happy that he's hurt. And I, I'm sorry, I, I know we all have different opinions on baseball, and we can all talk about it and debate it, and it's all fine and dandy and everything like that. But stop being happy and stop rejoicing that Harrison Bader is injured. And again, this is not everyone, but it is a shocking amount of Cardinal Nation right now. And I, I just I just had to start the show like this, and I'm sorry that it's starting on such a, a negative and a, a, um, a punctual note, but my goodness. Hate on Bader for the skills, and you can talk about, you know, talk about his baseball thing at one point. That's fine. But I've seen way too many people say, you know, glad he's gone, good riddance, happy he's hurt, ha, 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 blah, 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 whatever it might be. And just stop. Please stop. There are way too many important things in this world right now to be happy that somebody's hurt. 
one of those things, before I talk about that, I, I did want to say um, my condolences to um, St. Louis Blues great. Um, died in a car accident. Uh, Bobby Plager, uh, ultimate St. Louis Blue. Um, head over to Lockdown Blues. I'm sure they'll have, they'll, they will have coverage of this um, and then their, their, their thoughts on it. Um, but, I mean, <laughs> so I should have started the show off with that, so I apologize. But So rest in peace to him and thoughts and prayers to his family and Blues Nation right now, but Cardinal Nation, come on. Stop hating on Harrison Bader. Stop rejoicing in his injury. I'll get off my soapbox. I understand that it is what it is, and this is not everybody, like I've said twice, three times now, but it's too many of us. It is. So let's get into the um, the short-term ramifications of this as to who could, um, who could take the... Um, who could take a spot? Um, and the Cardinals have some plenty of options. It's been known, uh, it's been reported now, it's been announced, if you will, that Dylan Carlson was going to take over the full-time position in center field for St. Louis, and that's great, fine. I'm happy with that. I'm, you know, no, no problems there. Well, then you have right field open. Tyler O'Neill, you know, has he cooled off a little bit since his forward start? Yes, but right field seems to be open. You're going to have Justin Williams, Austin Dean, John Nagowski all bidding for it, and even Lane Thomas, who I think is one of the, th- the, the th- of the, the three or four men that I just mentioned. Lane Thomas is going to make the roster. That's a guarantee. But I don't think Lane Thomas starts. I put a poll out on both Instagram and Twitter, on the show's Instagram and the show's Twitter, um, as to a poll to what you guys think on the Instagram story and the just a Twitter poll. Um, who uh, who do I think or who do you guys think that uh, should start um, in in right field with Dylan Carlson in, in left or in center there? So the results on uh, Instagram: four votes for Austin Dean, twenty one votes for Justin Williams, nineteen for Lane Thomas in center field and moving Dylan Carlson back to right. Three others um, swipe up DM. Um, haven't gotten to to reply to that, but uh, some people have, have said, uh, "Can Nagowski play right?" Nagowski, you know, he played left, so maybe we see we see that some some shifting around. But um, so th- those are the results on Instagram. The results on the Twitter, um, not as many votes per se, um, but but still some some good feedback here on, on the Twitter poll. Um, the results being 35 votes, um, 34% Lane Thomas in center, 11% Justin Williams, and 54%. I'm sorry, 11% Austin Dean and 54% Justin Williams. Well, you look at the game yesterday, you had John Nagowski start in left field, and you had Justin Williams come in in the game to pinch run, and Austin Dean start the game in right field and the game at first base. I know baseball is much more than one game, but if you're looking at one game, it seems that John Nagowski won the outfield battle against Austin Dean. Austin Dean went 0 for 4, 3 punch outs, left two runners on base. I know Carlson also went 0 for 3, but Carlson's not sitting. That's just that's just not happening. And you saw John Nagowski go 2 for 2 with a home run and then another single to go along with that. And Justin Williams come in with a RBI base hit to uh, give the Cardinals some insurance in the 8th. So Justin Williams and John Nagowski have provided some insurance. And they have provided some some thump. And I think that those two guys have set up, set themselves apart. For me, if it is me, and Ben Fredrickson has been reporting a lot that it's looking to be more like a 13-13 and 13 roster shakeout. So, um, if, again, just to run through this, I'm saying O'Neal, Carlson, Molina, um, Arnado, DeYoung, Edmund, Goldschmidt are, are the main seven, and then you're going to have Kisner be the backup, 
Carpenter's going to make this roster. That just is what it is. Uh, probably Edmundo Sosa as another utility infielder. That's 10 right there. So then you're probably going to have, you know, three outfielders because I haven't mentioned the starting right fielder yet. You're going to have some combination of those three guys of Nagowski, Dean, Williams, Thomas. If it's me and I'm making the decision, Dean is probably going to be in the minors to start. And it's going to be Nagowski, Thomas, and Williams make the major league roster. And I personally am putting Justin Williams in, in, at the starting rotate in the starting spot and maybe platooning Williams and Nagowski versus lefties and righties. Because if you've got a righty on the mound, you go Justin Williams, get another left-handed bat in there. Um, but regardless of the option, no matter who you pick, the, 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 the depth is still huge with John Nagowski being able to play the outfield. And for me, from what I've seen this spring training, I know that Nagowski has jumped off the page. Highest batting average, one of the higher OPSs on the club. I just really like Justin Williams' style. I really think that he can... And he, he's also going to be a little bit more proven in the outfield. Because he's a he's been a full time outfielder, right? So f- for me, for my money, I'm starting Justin Williams to start. I'm putting Nagowski on this roster. I think that he's earned it, maybe even a little bit more so than Austin Dean. No disrespect to Austin Dean, but it it seems to me that John Nagowski has to play, right? Um, so I, I just think that you know that, that that to me is the is is the outfield dilemma. And again, this is just you know just a short segment on it, but I do think that. Um, the it'll, it'll continue to play itself out because Cardinals still have a handful of games left to decide that, and it might not even be decided until opening day. Um, so the the roster battles still um, are still out to, uh, to to be fought for. So that is the outfield. A quick look at the outfield, and again, I'll be sure to talk about this. And feel free to shoot me your your messages um, on the social media to get your thoughts. But um, I'm gonna move on now to, to the next segment, and that is Carlos Martinez. Which Carlos Martinez is going to show up this season? Talk about him coming up in just a short bit. I want to tell you about today's sponsor, and that is rockauto.com. It's a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Head over to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Click to see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specifications, and prices that you prefer. Those prices that I talked about are always reliably low at rockauto.com, and the same whether you're a professional or a do-it-yourselfer. Why spend up to twice as much with the same parts? Head over to rockauto.com and enter the uh, code Locked On, and they're how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you, and you can look at all the parts available for your car or truck. Amazing selection. Reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. So, Carlos Martinez has been hit or miss, it seems like. Um, He was definitely on yesterday, but before I talk about Martinez, uh, be sure to get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Martinez looked sharp yesterday. I don't think there's any, any way around that. 
His fastball looked good. His slider had some really sharp break to it. He made the Mets look silly um, a couple of different times, and he was mixing in. And, you know, he talked about it in his post game that he was mixing in. He was he was able to mix pitches well. He was able to mix in his two seam along with his four seam. He was able to rear back on that four seam a little bit more than he has been able to. And for me, what was really impressive is just the sharpness of that slider. Sometimes we see it loop out, and the, the we see it flatten out, but it was really sharp yesterday for Martinez. I mean, he went six innings, four hits, two walks, and five punch-outs. And it seems to be, for Carlos Martinez, every other start is kind of a different Carlos. Looking at his, his, his game logs uh, in spring training, he went, you know, gave up six earned in an inning and two-thirds and three scoreless. And then, you know, well, I guess it wasn't every other, but, you know, three scoreless innings, two earned in four innings, not bad, okay. Five runs in three innings, and then, you know, the six-inning shutout that he had, um, yesterday, and yeah, it just seems like we don't know which Carlos we're going to get. And at some point, he's going to need to figure it out and get consistent. Consistency is the name of the game for a lot of these Cardinal players that are question marks right now, including you know Harrison Bader. Can he stay consistent? Can Tyler O'Neill be consistent? Um, and then I think Carlos Martinez is one of the bigger wild cards on uh, on the pitching side of things. Because if he's able to be sharp and effective like he was yesterday, that's a huge plus for St. Louis. Again, I just thought his stuff looked as sharp as it's been. Even in his past good starts this spring, his stuff just looked refined yesterday. I understand he's not going to throw six scoreless every time out, but holy cow, if he can stay sharp and ha- have his stuff be that dominant and be that, or at least anywhere close to that each and every time out, or at least have the ability to do that each and every time out, that's a huge win. Because I think that Carlos Martinez is, you know, to me, one of the bigger wild cards in this rotation. So, like I said, if he's able to step up, that's a huge win for St. Louis. Because this spring, it has been a lot of which Carlos Martinez is going to show up today. I feel like that's been Carlos Martinez's M.O. his entire career. However, we've seen it this spring especially, that when the right Carlos Martinez shows up, the results speak for themselves. So we'll see if he gets another start before spring's over. But I, I really am excited for Martinez's 2021 season. I think that he can surprise some people, and I feel like, you know, again, you can make the argument that we say this a lot in this industry with, with Carlos, but I'm really high on Martinez. I think that, that Tsunami can um, can make some waves in the 2021 season and pitch uh, to his to his uh, potential. I really think that he, he, he can and that he's shown that this, this spring. And, and, you know, it's always been a question of focus for Carlos. It really has, and he looked focused yesterday. Just the two walks and, uh, you know, the, the five punch-outs, his ERA dropped a ton, and, you know, Tsunami is is definitely a guy that, you know, that's his nickname for those of you who don't know, is is a guy that, that can really help this Cardinal Ball Club out. He can give them depth. He can, he can take away a question mark in the, in the rotation and turn it into an exclamation point. And, again, I'm all about taking away question marks. I'm all about getting punctuation marks in the lineup, in the rotation, in the bullpen. I'm all about it. I love it. But I just think that Martinez is a guy that can be really effective. Behind them today, you also saw some effective things. Jake Woodford and Jordan Hicks, three scoreless innings with a punch out for Woodford and a, a walk for Hicks in his scoreless inning and his first save of the spring. So we saw the Cardinal strength on display, the pitching. If you're a first-time listener, hello and welcome. I love the Cardinal pitching staff immensely. If you're not a first-time listener, you know this already. And it was my point was proven yesterday. 
Six punch outs in the nine innings. Four hits given up by Martinez. And honestly, if it's a regular season game, you probably see Martinez out there for another inning. 57 uh, strikes on 89 pitches. That's pretty efficient in terms of the pitch count. It's also efficient in terms of strikes thrown. You know, it's it's 64% in the strike zone for Carlos. That's huge. That's huge for any pitcher. That's huge, especially for somebody that is such a wild card like Martinez. So there's really not a whole lot else to say other than Martinez looked sharp yesterday. And that is huge for Carlos going forward. Because with the injuries to Kim and Michaelis, he is now probably a front-end guy. He's probably, you know, Wainwright going to be starting the home opener, but Martinez is probably going to be that second or third starter, depending on how they shift Wainwright around for that home opener. So Martinez went from a probably a third or maybe even a fourth starter to a bona fide third starter and probably maybe even a second starter, a number two in the rotation, with the injuries to Michaelis and Kim, at least for, at least for a short time and. You know, I might be crazy, or, you know, some of you might call me crazy, but I'm actually okay with that. Uh, I think, like, like, you know, and again, that has to do with my confidence in Mr. Um, in Mr. Martinez, and I think that he has the capability to be really, really good. Um, it, it's, it's all about the what if, which Martinez is going to show up. That's the big thing with Carlos. Um, and when, we, when you're talking about the rotation, the, the back end of the rotation uh, is a question mark. And um, we're going to see a uh, an audition, another, another audition, I guess, if you will, uh, for that back end of the rotation tomorrow against Houston. Um, and I'll be talking about Daniel Ponce de Leon a little bit coming up after this final break before we get the show wrapped up for today and, and get you on your way on this Thursday. So more baseball talk coming up in just a moment. BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football is over, yes, but MLB is just a week away. College basketball, NHL, and NBA are all in full swing. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. They have real-time updated odds on props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for the news, scores, and odds that you need to know. It's the one place we trust here in the Locked On Podcast Network, and it's the best way to place your bets. And, one more and, it's free to sign up. Head over to their website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. With the promo code Locked On, you can get that 50% bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sports book experts. We've been telling you about the best tasting protein bar in the market for a while now, and that is Built Bar. Built Bar is the uh, incredible, low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, an amazing-tasting protein bar with 100%, that's right, 100% chocolate on all of its bars. But now, it is time to find out which Built Bar is best. That's right, it's time for Built Bar Madness. Today's matchup on this Thursday is Mint Brownie versus Coconut Puff. I'm a sucker for for brownie, so I'm voting for mint brownie today. Head over to BuiltBar.com or at bar underscore built on Twitter to vote. Again, that's BuiltBar.com or at bar underscore built on Twitter to vote today. Be sure to use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. LOCKED15, LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com and check back to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best tasting protein bar. So as we, you know, I guess I didn't really start this off with the, the top of the show, but we are a week away from opening day. 
Next Thursday, April the 1st, the Cardinals travel to Cincinnati to play the Cincinnati Reds at 310. The Reds home opener, opening day. Jack Flaherty's going to get the ball, and it's going to be super exciting. I can't wait. And because we are so close, I need to tell you about one more quick thing before we get back to the baseball talk. It is MLB Division Preview Series. It's continuing on the Locked On MLB podcast today. Every episode from now until the 31st features an in-depth look at each team on every division. It's all up on the Locked On MLB podcast feed right now. Head over to Locked On MLB on the Radio.com app or wherever you get your podcasts. The AL East was yesterday, so be head over. Be sure to head over there to to get your previews uh, checked in. But we are getting wonderfully, dangerously, incredibly close to opening day. And with that, the rotation is probably going to, to figure itself out in terms of the, it's going to be, you know, Flaherty, Wainwright, Martinez. And the last two, it's looking like it's going to be Daniel Ponce de Leon and John Gant. I don't have too much of a problem with that, um, especially for, for short term. And I'm big, uh, early, you know, I'm somewhat high on Daniel Ponce de Leon. I think that he can be the guy that we saw in the last handful of starts in 2020. Uh, but again, it's it's that what if question. I mean, those what ifs had the possibility to come back and bite you in the end. So we'll we'll see if John Gant gets another start. I'm pr- if I remember correctly, he'll probably start on Saturday. Um, but Daniel Ponce de Leon gets the ball tomorrow. The mo on on Ponce is you know he's got that electric fastball, but how can he maneuver and how can he go through the lineup the second, third, and fourth times if needed? But with this Cardinal bullpen, maybe you don't need to go through the lineup a third, fourth, or fifth time. And, you know, very rarely you go five, but a second, third, or fourth time. So we'll see what Daniel Ponce de Leon has in his final audition. But I'm just excited to, to start talking about games that truly matter. Not the games that have the possibility of getting somebody playing time, but games that count, games that matter. I'm super excited. So that's going to wrap up today's show. Be sure to follow me on Twitter, LJ Fastball. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram, LO underscore Cardinals. You can always email the show, lockedoncards at gmail.com, and DM any of the show handles as well that I talked about. And if you want to learn how to support me, support the ads, you can uh, get that in the show notes as well, wherever you get your podcast. So that's going to do it for Thursday's episode. Be looking for another episode out tomorrow before the weekend hits. And uh, other than that, as always, ladies and gentlemen, please stay safe, stay well, and have a fantastic day. We'll be right back.